Okay, with Theus and Jess, Master Sensei is the short film, a film short film from Denmark. It's a comedy action, or is it, guys? Is it is it an action comedy, or is it a comedy action film? Uh, I would say it's a it's a comedy action. If you're looking for a, a, a most action film, you'll probably be a little bit disappointed. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, comedy first and foremost. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with that. This is, but it's got a really interesting tone and style to it. So. We'll talk to you like, well, let, let's talk to you uh, first, Jess, because you wrote the screenplay. So what was, was there like anything that you had in mind in terms of like style and tone while you're writing the script? Because it kind of has like a little bit of a West Anderson vibe to it, I guess. Is that fair to say? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, uh, me and Tyus, we uh, we talked a lot about the story beforehand, before I wrote anything. Uh, and the we had the idea of the character beforehand and we were going to use him for a different project that never came to be a much longer, uh, longer project, a bigger project. But we decided, can we take this main character uh, who is a side character in the other thing and just build a short around him? And then, um, yeah, we, we talked a lot about like what would be an interesting story uh, be, and, and pretty much broke down the story beat by beat scene by scene before I started uh, writing anything. Uh, and yeah, like we talked a lot about, yeah, uh, Wes Anderson. We talked a lot about also Napoleon Dynamite with the yeah. sort of um, uh, a bit dry wit and dry aesthetic mixed to the sort of eccentric, quirky craziness. And there's also a lot of, you know, bad, bad Santa in it there as well with the sort of uh, grotesque anti-hero. Um, and of course, we wanted some some retro aesthetics. You know, he's sort of a he's eighties um, symbol. Yeah, he's, he's yeah he's basically like you know Steven Seagal or Chuck Norris or any any one of those guys. Um, or like, and if the A team was real, how would how would Mister T be doing today? Okay, so then that's a people don't understand know that that's a eighties reference of a very famous show called the a-team back in the night or like mid eight mid 80s mr t yeah. and there were like a vietnam veteran to like who were doing like positive missions or, or i don't know but nobody ever died it was kind of like a cartoon show even though they're real characters i guess right yeah that's going um, back you guys are you guys are young you guys aren't old enough to know that show yeah, well, we have our reference in check though but uh... yeah i don't think any of us actually seen the a-team but you know we know it through cultural osmosis Okay, um, I like that. Yeah. Culture is the most. Okay, so let's give the people the. So basically, you have a master sensei who's been basically canceled by society. I guess he's like he's yeah. been canceled. He wants to blow himself up, and then there's a character named Piggy, which I'll get to the, in a second. And then basically, he's uh, he's being bullied, and he loses his braces, and then now that's the mission of the short film that they have to go find his braces. All right, it's yeah, it is very like Napoleon Dynamite meets Royal Tenenbaums kind of vibe to it. I guess right. Yeah, with some blood and gore, some uh, a little bit of Tarantino esque, yeah, bad language, and uh, yeah, yeah. But it's like the it's and like the the older the older statesman character is like flawed but lovable in a sense. Yeah, yeah. I feel in a way that that we can't um, like like he has he's come down from such a fall that we can't um, do anything else but but feel uh, for him and feel yeah. like this guy needs to win in something because. He used to be something now it's not and uh yeah. yeah even though he's killed like by his own admission thousands of people 
um but yeah he, he is a he is a tragic character and that's why it was also important for us that we not make the whole thing too realistic you know it's not a it's not a commentary or critique on any uh, of course we talk a lot a bit about the cold war and all that stuff but it's not really about any real wars as per se it's not about it's not about veterans and all that stuff so we wanted to make him a much more large in life character uh, so that's why like he can take being stabbed 20 times and all he needs is some yeah. band-aids and he'll be good so the character of piggy is that like a lord of the flies reference like naming him piggy mm, no not exactly i think it was more just that uh <laughs> it, it sounded good especially <laughs> in, in danish it uh it had a vibe to it yeah. um i mean i a lot of the stuff gets lost in translation, uh, where where you have to understand Danish language to understand uh, yeah. why some of the jokes yeah. is better. I, I, I've read Law of the Flies, but I don't actually remember. But it's probably the kid with the glasses, right? He's called yeah. Piggy. Yeah, I don't even remember that. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a coincidence. He's like the he's like the soul of the of the gang. Like he's like the soul yeah. of the of the island, and like yeah, he's smart. But he gets killed. They kill him because because he's. But the character. Okay, let's talk about. We have like I'm so curious about your casting, right? Because uh, because you have the master sensei, but then you have the younger version of master sensei, and then you have Piggy, which are your three core roles, I guess, right? So in terms of master sensei, did you cast the older the 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 older guy first, and then you casted the younger version of himself? Is that how you did it? Yeah, yeah. Actually, when we came up with the idea, we we sort of already knew who we wanted to play this role. Uh, it was a guy that we had uh, tried casting for something else before, but he didn't make it because it was a bit too extreme. But we thought about that he he could he we could use him for something one day, and we wrote him, and he called us back, and he was like, "This part is made for me. I just need this. I'm I'm basically Master Sensei in real life." And we're like, "Well, all right." You got the part, yeah. And uh, the young um, master sensei is actually his son, uh, who's also an actor. Oh, um, really? And we just oh, thought that amazing. would be so natural just to bring him in. Yeah. Because yeah, he's fantastic. Your master sensei, because he's got to find that line of like, in terms of obviously your directing, of course, is that it's like is he's, he's got to play it real, even though it's funny, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That that. In, in the beginning, he, he thought we wanted to make like a uh, wrestler character, like a Hulk Hogan, where he had to put on a voice. And we're like, no, 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 you have to. You already look the part. Just pretend like like you are this this person. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. He doesn't have to be a cartoon yeah. character, right? Like, no. like a wrestler. He just has to be like himself. Yeah. Like this is this yeah. this this world that he lives in is real. Right. Yeah. So you have to be sort of believable in a way that you're not trying to overcompensate. You just are. Yeah. yeah, we talked a lot about finding the right balance and the right tone. And because the world in Master Sensei is so extreme as it is, uh, we, we had to make sure, yeah, like you said, he didn't become a cartoon character. And because we have the character of Langulani, who's very extreme, we need to, even though Master Sensei is an extreme character in his own right, he sort of had to be like the quiet anchor for, uh, in order for not the whole thing to, you know, crumble under its own weight. Yeah, hundred percent, fantastic. And then, so, in like in terms of uh, the style, like going back to those flashbacks with like uh, him 
and basically like in his memory, but going back to those TV moments or whatever, how did you guys shoot that with like, I'm sure you use a different camera, different lens, like kind of make a different vibe to it. Um, yeah, we used another camera for it. Like the main um, movie was shot on an Ari uh, mini. And then uh, for all the flashback scenes, also for, for saving some money, I guess we used black magic pocket cameras and uh, then just uh, add a lot of grain and noise to make it uh, more uh, 80s. Yeah. 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 So I know it's a comedy, but I like that idea of like, there's always like these, these, and we're all, we're all guilty of this and you guys will be later on where like you have this knowledge and you have this expertise and then you're going to die pretty soon. So you might as well just like give it to somebody. And that's what he's doing. Like the master sensei is giving it to piggy. He's like, I'm going to just teach this kid everything I know. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. And so to make a difference in the world. Yeah, because I'm going to, yeah. the whole ball kicking sequence is, is fantastic. So that's perfect. <laughs> Glad to hear. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that some was crazy. One of... Go ahead. Oh, that was actually, um, that whole scene was uh, built up around a very short amount of time. We actually wanted to make it more dynamic, that whole um, training, training montage. montage. But we had like half an hour and was like, okay, we can have a camera placed. Uh, to only have one, uh, yeah, one shot for this, and then just yeah, kick me in the balls, around. yeah, kick yeah. me the balls yeah. a lot of times. <laughs> we'll <laughs> make sure what we get from this, and then yeah. add some, some Karate Kid references. Uh, yeah. yeah, gotcha. And then, and then, of course, there's the there's the, the mission of the villain. There's like that the douchebag villain. I could, I could, hopefully I can call him a douchebag villain. Like he oh, yeah. he's so unlikable. <laughs> we just we want him to, to go down. I guess right. Yeah, 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 of course. We wanted to make like the most uh, annoying character in 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 the original script. He was also a teen. He was maybe, was maybe two years older. Yeah, probably around then fifteen. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But then we realized we couldn't we couldn't cast somebody that age that could play um, play that that uh, that kind of um, over charismatic uh, personality. Yeah. So we we just thought to ourselves, okay, we'll just embrace that we can't find any young person to do it, and then have a thirty-three year old guy do it instead. Yeah. No, but he, which and, even and, makes it even better because it's like he's just hanging yeah. around with kids, right? Like it's yeah, ridiculous. yeah, yeah. In, in a weird way, it makes him both more dangerous and more tragic and, and yeah. pathetic. You know, he's dangerous in the sense that he's much he's much bigger than the other kids and could easily beat yeah. them up, but it's so. Um, it's so sad that he apparently has nothing else going on in his life. So yeah. all his friends are 13 year olds and yeah. that's what he's got, you know, and yeah. for any grown ups, he's not a threat. Yeah. So, uh, so I think that's, you know, that's, uh, we were lucky. We couldn't find any, uh, 15 year olds, I think. Yeah. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. No, cause it does yeah. add to that patheticness, right? It's like the, yeah. it's like the, the characters, like the Matthew McConaughey character in Days and Confused where like, He's yeah. like in his twenties and he's hanging around with teenagers. It's like they, yeah. They, yeah. They, they don't want to grow up, right? So, and if you are at a certain age, you look up to him and think, "Oh, he's kind of cool." And the the older you get, you know, it yeah, it becomes a bit more sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay, so so tell me about uh, Thais, Tell me about the your 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 setup, your your cinematic setup. Did you Simon? It seems like a really great cinematographer, like to work with, like some really nice shots nice like a really interesting lighting styles that you should you shot did you guys storyboard everything like how did you set this film up is everything kind of prepared in advance uh yeah we did storyboard um 
the light we basically just found out on the days like uh, we would um we would get the 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 actors in and we will start blocking the scenes and um then uh, simon will uh, would tell the the gaffer where he wanted the uh, light and stuff and um <laughs> basically that that's just how we went on with it yeah you trusted him to do his thing oh yes yeah. I did. yeah but it's a different unique style because he knows he's directing a comedy right so it's like yeah. It's like that. There's like it's not too serious the lighting, right? Like it's got that little like kind of like how would you describe the tone of the of the film? I don't, I'm trying to find it myself. Well, it's thirty uh, percent larger than life, uh, sort of having a, a a comic book layer over it, where all the colors are more um, popping and. Uh, of course, we also wanted some music that was inspired by some military, but also mm-hmm. some TikTok and uh... yeah. yeah. And I remember you talking about how you, the colors should be like give it a bit of a sort of an again back to the old 70s, 80s aesthetic. Sort of give it some grits and um, and um, yeah, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to say. Yeah, but but um, yeah, make some of the colors a bit washed out and. Uh, and have the um, yeah my english is failing me right now but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but but yeah we, we yeah so sort of like give it sort of um like it, like if, if it was a vietnam movie from the 80s you know sort of that feeling even though you know yeah uh, rambo we, uh, is like a little bit the rambo yeah. 2 is very comedic has very comedic moments yeah. right so right, right. But other you guys are like channeling the 80s, that... I guess, with your film, right? Like you still go 18. I guess we are, though. Yeah. Yeah. We have a we have a style, but um, we 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 also agreed with Simon that we would try to shoot this uh, static, so everything was on uh, a tripod, and we wouldn't make too many camera movements. Yeah. Um, and we, <clears throat> I think we embraced it, but looking back, we actually wanted some more camera movement. We were a bit um, uh, locked in in some yeah. of the shots where okay we can't move with the characters the characters have to move inside this frame yeah um yeah, that was the whole uh, napoleon dynamite uh, yeah. with anderson aesthetic that we were kind of adamant about and yeah yeah looking yeah. maybe it should have been something different but yeah i think it works uh, pretty well yeah like in those movies they have like some over-the-top pans i guess right where like yeah. it's kind of like they're, yeah. they're aware of the camera they're kind of making us aware that the camera exists but you yeah. have some really cool framing though. Like even you have some nice moves. Like you move into the kid to the faces. You like you're moving the camera that way, I guess, right? But it's like you are on a tripod, so it's really it's really cool. So tell me about um like you got some like blood and you got knives and you got some action sequences. Oh, yeah. Those are not easy to do. Tell me about like kind of getting all the, like tell tell me about your makeup person. Did you like doing all the blood? Like how was that pre- preparation? Um well blood. Uh, it's always a challenge because especially if you are not that trained uh, to do it, you, you don't really know where it's going to land. And at first you start, if you want something to look dry in the first place, mm. you're going to ruin it the moment you start adding blood. Um, and of course, we also had a lot of trouble with that. Like we had built this um, electric blood pump uh, that was, um, you would put wherever you wanted it to bleed and then have... Um, a whole bag of blood put onto, um, I guess, the leg, and then you would uh, start it, and we'll just begin to pump. And we said action, and put on the blood pump, and nothing happened. 
and we're all just standing still because we knew that when it's starting to to pump, we have to act on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you didn't have that many spare shirts. No. Yeah. Uh, and then nothing really happened, and it, I guess it broke or something, and yeah, then suddenly yeah. blood everywhere. Yeah. And we're like, okay, shit. Uh, yeah, I think a blood on its own is easy. It's when it needs to spray. It's uh, it's yeah. difficult. So uh, I think originally we had more blood sprays. Um, very exaggerated blood spurts, uh, almost Kill Bill Tarantino style in mind, and uh, we got some, uh, but we had to, you know, because the, you know some of it worked, uh, but some didn't. So a lot of it had to be off camera. Oh, it started to bleed off camera. Now there's a lot of blood. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, and of course we had, you know, the I remember the the stunt day with all the kids uh, being tossed around. Which I think I think you guys got some great material, but uh, we had scheduled for a whole day of stunts. Uh, but of course, you know, uh, we had a pretty tight schedule, so it became like an afternoon. And uh, when you are tossing kids on wires, of course, you have to prioritize safety, and we didn't want to rush anything, so you had to go from oh, we want a whole, we want like a, an action sequence. Uh, and changing it to oh we can have maybe like we can get a handful of shots um, yeah. and then sort of yeah. try and make the best of it. But I yeah. think we got some some yeah. good money shots. Yeah, it's really yeah. that whole thing. But doing stunts with with children, especially, it's just that was not funny. Like oh. like nothing went wrong, but it's just the whole thought of oh my god, if something is going is 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 yeah, yeah. if anything goes wrong, yeah, yeah, it will. Yeah, and because you know it's it was like. These kids were were extras for or for a couple of days, but they weren't like actors. We had uh, we got to to talk to a lot and 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 take them through the whole process. It was like they arrived and hey, of course they were notified beforehand if they were, that there was going to be some stunts and and all that. Um, but yeah, it was a bit nerve wracking, yeah. especially in the in the beginning. Um, yeah. yeah, but it, no, <laughs> everything worked. Uh, <coughs> Sorry. So tell me about. So tell me about you. You referenced it before the music and the sound design. How did you guys? Did you guys think you you had some music already in uh, in your in your head when you were shooting it? Like, tell me about that process and editing. Um, we, we, I mean, we knew we wanted something '80s rock and roll, uh, commercialized um, stuff like like that whole uh, era of. Um, of uh, what are they called action man figures when there were still uh, commercials on television i didn't would have this like over the top soundtrack and a guy being by the new action man with karate yeah. chop and, and that whole uh we, we were going to to sell to sell the idea of uh, the army being cool to children um and that's sort of what we our reference and then everything else just built up around that so yeah, well, we we talked. We wanted some bit of sort of a, a, some we experiment with some tribal music, and uh, it became a bit more militaristic, you know, with the gotcha uh, snare drum and yeah. all that. And um, so yeah, that became I think sort of the main motif, the snare drum. And then we had yeah. uh, Master Sensei got a theme that was I think it was used in the commercial in the beginning, sort of a stripped down '80s version, then a bit more. 
yeah, punchy we, version in the training yeah, montage. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like we wanted to transform the music from the 80s where he was a symbol and then make that same sound into something more um, dramatic and um, yeah, cinematic. Cinematic in, yeah. in the ending where he has a, a change of heart and uh, yeah. he realizes uh, he has a place in this world after all. <laughs> Yeah, really cool. And you you referenced that there's like a we don't like as a North American English speaking audience from our festival, we don't get all the references, but we still get everything that we still get the comedy, we still get the story, we still get the heart. There's heart in your film, there's emotion, mentor protege relationship within the context yeah. of comedy. Like we it's funny because we care. And it's uh and so you guys pulled it off. What did you think about um, what the our audience had to say about the film when the feedback video that we sent you? Oh, we were, we were thrilled that they liked it so much. Yeah, and also that you know, like you said, uh, you know, the film or we we wanted to make a film that was funny and also a film to to have a bit of heart and 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 some thematic and some themes and and all that stuff and and of course the big worry is always that. Oh, does the does the not that the necessarily has to be a big message, but does the themes do they get lost in translation, or or do they get lost in all the the, the jokes? And and it seemed like everyone got what we were trying to do, trying to convey. And yeah. and of course, there were some of the smaller jokes that we thought oh, no one else is going to find that particularly funny. It seems like oh, it does connect, and it also connects uh, via subtitles because that is always the the, the big fear is uh yeah C can we convey the same thing over it does it does it have the same impact and so we were very uh pleased that you know a it's it seemed to the story made sense to people and also first of all that it was funny <laughs> because that is the main intent after all yeah, hundred percent. So, is it? Am I correct to say this is kind of like a a film within a film? Like, there's like almost like a proof of concept of a bigger story here. Oh yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> we wanted to make a a web series about uh, Master Sensei, where he would um, have his own uh, dojo in his backyard and yeah. uh, trying to teach um, <laughs> today's youth how to be a real man because uh, the youth today is. Uh, yeah, is told to be uh, more um, more in touch with their, uh, their feelings. Their feelings, yeah, yeah. And he would be like, yeah, and 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 he would be like trying to um, to make some some uh, misfits and outcasts into these warrior types. And he also had an other motive where he wanted to um, he wanted to make a coup on the Danish government, and he wanted to build a an army of children. Uh, and we thought, like, okay. Um, We'll, sounds expensive. Sounds expensive. We yeah. might start up with something a uh, bit more durable. Yeah. So this basically, like, it, it wasn't our plan or anything, but uh, through happenstance, this sort of turned out to be the prequel or origin story to the series we we gotcha. originally had in mind. Because, like, when we we didn't get far in the series, but we did some, you know, some... Um, yeah, we worked on it a bit. Like all his, uh, we knew he had an army background, but not much more than that. You know, he, he was a he was a veteran of some sorts. He used he, to be a samurai, though. Yeah, that's true. And he had a lot of stories, but but the whole thing about you know the Cold War and his and his fall from grace and him, uh, you know, getting cancelled and and uh, him losing his sense of purpose. You know, 
all that stuff we found out through uh, this uh, short film. So if we ever get to continue the story, it, it, it's nice to have that, you know, uh, in in the back of our heads. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. And you guys got funding. Uh, I heard you got funding from the Danish film. I, I don't know what it's called. And then so you, you're going to be working on this like a TV series, a like proof of concept TV series, I guess, right? um yeah uh that's another project actually that's uh, another whole other project gotcha so you guys yeah, are busy yeah, other project, basically you yeah, guys yeah we have a yeah yeah we, we have a lot of be. projects yeah. uh, but but it's hard to get funding especially in denmark because it's a small country with uh, not that a big an audience so um yeah. you have to to fight for all the 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 pennies yeah because you know the the independent independent film uh industry uh it doesn't really exist in Denmark, at least not the way we know it from, you know, uh, from Hollywood and all that. You can you can pretty much only make movies one way in Denmark. You don't have like it's not strictly true. I'm saying, but we don't. It, it's hard to uh, get people to to uh, privately invest in something. So you kind of have to go through the system. Um, so there's a lot of you know proof of concepts and smaller things to you know to prove your prove your idea before you get yeah uh, the money you need yeah 100 so, uh, well i just want to say that i think this movie is fantastic like it's like hard tone wise to like nail a film like this trust me i see a lot of short films you guys are in a, an elite category so well, the only you. thing i can say is that Please keep making movies. Keep keep uh, studying your craft and keep like you guys seem like a pretty good relationship that you have. Of course, it's only my perception right now, but hopefully, you guys' relationship can stay strong because it's power in numbers. It's better to do it if you guys are walking unison with two people than one person, of course. So keep at it, and and I love to talk to you guys again when you make your next project. And I think you guys are on your way. Like I think that you guys are doing some some special some special work. So. And you have you have options, right? You can go to Europe. You can stay in Denmark. You can go to the United States. So, I know it's all tough and it's all scary, but I think you guys just keep making movies, and and life will help, will be good for you guys. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. No Thank fingers you. crossed. It's it's Thank a guarantee. <laughs> Thank you. That's my speech. And uh, so let's talk again when you guys make your next film. Sounds sure. great. We'll do. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Let's meet.